podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is produced by Della Vista Publisher and can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled The Bets Held Strength Inventory, a music therapy assessment tool and presented by Stefan Betz and Josef Held. Dr. Betz has practiced music therapy in Germany, Australia and the United States for over 30 years. He currently owns and operates two private practices in California, where he received the Betty Eisenhower Award for Professional Excellence in 2001. Josef Held is a special educator and Feldenkrais practitioner for many years. He founded a music school for children with disabilities in Rastatt, Germany. This thoughtful audio podcast presents a new music therapy assessment tool for toddlers and children with special needs created by the authors that focuses on positive psychology and building the child's strength to succeed in life. Welcome to the Bets Held Strength Inventory Podcast. This inventory is a music therapy assessment tool that can be used working with toddlers and infants as well as children with severe multiple disabilities. I'm one of the authors, Stefan Betz. The other author, Joseph Held, started this entire process in a situation and at a moment when he was uh, reviewing one of the therapy sessions. He was in his office chair looking into the lush green garden visible through the windows of the Early Childhood Development Center to face the screen in front of him. Then he readied himself to review the recording of this music therapy session with four-year-old Jonathan, the last one on his Friday. Before the weekend... Looking at the screen, he realized that the assistant, though, had forgotten to plug in the audio cable. No sound was coming from the screen, only silent pictures were moving on it, and Joseph sighed. The weekend probably was gone. He was not looking forward to deciphering from the remnants of a silent movie what might have happened in this last session. But then he saw something. Jonathan, the child who had apparently barely interacted with him in the previous sessions, now showed a large variety of responses, shy smiles that could not easily be detected, and interactions with Joseph that were barely visible next to the expressive gesticulations Joseph was so famous for. Joseph started to document the ways Jonathan had reacted and responded to cues and found 20 of them in a matter of 30 minutes. Jonathan was clearly interacting and having a good time in his own unique way. This was going to be a glorious weekend indeed. Since 2006, Joseph and I have met and worked with hundreds of children, documenting their silent movies and cataloging their strengths. We realized that previously we had approached children using our own normative paradigm, where language meant speaking and perception meant viewing fragments of behaviors. Using our observations, we now created a matrix of interactions that related our activities to the children's expressions. Now, we could encourage language by using a squeaky balloon or promote communication into an action by actively mirroring a child's flailing arms. In 2013, we published two observations and assessments tools, the Betz Health Strengths Inventory for Children with Disabilities and the Betz Health Strengths Inventory for Infants and Toddlers. The latter was published because the developmental attributes of children with disabilities can also inform therapies for infants and toddlers, as well as developmental educational activities. This approach had redefined our work. Every encounter created the rules of engagement and partnership with a child. 
while we were talking, we were creating the language of our conversation. Fellow music therapists have field-tested the inventory and found the same paradigm shift in their practice. For that reason, Joseph and I view the application of this manual as part of a larger communal effort to discover and nurture children's individual strengths. Based on our strengths catalog, this inventory can now provide standardized behavior indicators that establish the child's own baseline and measure the child's progress against the baseline, thereby developing a narrative of the child's abilities seen from the child's point of view. Silent observation reduces the therapist's communication dominance in the child-therapist interaction and files the child's signals of communication in the noise of our social standards for interaction. But how do we engage children in the first place? Infants and toddlers love games and sensory input. The Bet's Health Strengths Inventory uses this affinity by providing activity categories that elicit the child's reactions, inventions, and interactions. Music, dance, and art activities are the natural conduit. They are structured in three axes. One, cues provided by the therapist, teacher, and the child's reactions to those cues. Two, faculties the child employs to react, categorized in domains. And three, cues the child originates to interact with the therapist. Therapist cues are categorized by providing sound vibration stimuli, singing, movement and dance, cymbal and finger play, instrumental music, and playing with rhythmic materials. The child's reactions are measured in four domains, sensory motor, perception, language, and psychosocial activities. Together, they provide 36 possible reactions that can be measured and correlated to the therapist's cues. The three axes are then correlated that the child's dominant faculties or strengths rise to the forefront. This helps the practitioner to identify the cues that elicit the child's strengths behaviors. The practitioner-child diet can then develop more elaborate advanced interactions for treatment that build on and further the child's strengths. Children affected by disabilities and toddlers do not use normative language. Instead, they develop a sophisticated array of cues to communicate with others. We follow the guiding principle to strengthen the people and clarify the issues as outlined in Hentig's paper in 1984. And this is German, the Menschen stärken, die Sachen klären. The inventory measures the frequency of each po child's positive reactions to each modality so that the therapist can build on those that are prevalent and further provide more cues and interactions that play to the child's communication mode. The result is a strengths portfolio that the child can apply in everyday activities. Music therapists can build treatment plans using the strengths portfolio. The inventory is structured to automatically capture progress benchmarks in session reports. Furthermore, special education and preschool teachers can use quarterly reports to build individualized curricula and measure progress against educational benchmarks. So the therapist can take the results to the multidisciplinary team and everybody can benefit from the report. As the music therapist communicates these results to parents, caregivers, and teachers, everybody gets to know the child's strength and communication abilities. If a person is incapable of forming words and grammar, what other capacities does he or she use to communicate? After years of viewing recordings, the team had gathered enough evidence to detail non-normative communication habits. 
based on tactile, facial, and sensory expression. Similarly, reform pedagogy, spearheaded by Hartmut von Hentig, Harald Eichelberger, and Remo Largo, among others, uses evidence-based education practices to question commonly accepted theories of learning. In that process, educators assume the point of view of the learner. With that objective in mind, it is necessary to hone in on the cues or signals and reduce the input of the surroundings or the observer, that part that we call noise. We decided to get the answer by eliminating the signal-to-noise ratio, and that means we eliminated the sound in the observation videos, which then disclosed the non-normative observable behavior. And based on our observations, we concluded that human beings possess an innate drive for understanding the world around them. Our children strived to engage in tasks that required taking responsibility of their lives. We concluded that this drive should be included in education and treatment to propel learning. Teachers have the responsibility to evoke and address their students' love of learning. That is the reason why educators and therapists must take the child's point of view to plan their education in order to help therapy further evolve to a strengths-based approach, assessments, and treatment plans must be flexible enough to capture each child's individuality, yet involve standards that can be applied to a population. For example, many of the children at the Early Childhood Development Center can communicate using body movement and sound vowel consonant fragments, but together in a group we called it their frog language. Frog being German term of endearment for crawling toddlers. While each individual child has its own version of those sounds and movements, together they all share certain standard indicators. And you can see on the website the frog language group talking to each other. We now understand that an infant or toddler has and employs abilities that are different from ours, including a whole range of compensatory actions that at first escape our observation. They do not fit into our worldview. Taking a second look, we see a person with diff ability using this term to point out our responsibility to widen our worldview. All our abilities are not inherent. They are earned through daily effort, as various research studies in the field of positive psychology can demonstrate. And there's an important paper by Baumeister, Wurz and Heiss in 2007 on the strength model of self-control in current directions in psychological science. However, a significant amount of these research data demonstrates the importance of building abilities through inherent strengths. As pointed out by Blackwell, Treshnesky, and Dweck in 2007 in their paper on implicit theories of intelligence by predicting achievement across an, ad an adolescent transition. And this was a longitudinal study and an intervention model in child development uh, 78. Our strength behaviors keep us in our zone where we are effortlessly successfully applying our strength in everyday activities. Um, Buckingham has pointed this out in his various books. Um, Standout is one in 2007. We use them without consciously aiming to do so, and while we execute them, our common sense knowledge turns into common uh, action. Aker uh, wrote a book on happiness, Achieving Happiness uh, in 2010, um, where the common action is a result of strength behaviors. 
This applies to people whose knowledge and skills lie in the normative range, as well as to those of us who have a different set of abilities, a diff ability. While a significant number of strengths-based learning tools are available for individuals falling into the norm of our population, few tools exist today for persons outside that norm. For instance, persons affected by disabilities. There's a compilation of those tools provided by Cochrane in 2004 in her um, book, Building Strengths and Skills, published in New York. Persons of very young age, such as toddlers and infants, fall in the non-normative category because they do not use language and grammar in the ordinary sense, yet. The BETS Health Strengths Inventory identifies the existing strengths of that person at that stage, affected by multiple disabilities or affected by an early stage of development, such that the parts that usually escape the practitioner's observation now become apparent because the paradigm of strengths-based disabilities has yet to be established for all assessments. The inventory is one of them that starts the process. It answers the clinical questions, where and how often does the individual display strength in communicating to the observer. Results may be used to sharpen the focus of effective interventions, building on strengths to develop more communication skills, and to ele elevate the fun level of the interaction through increased and more acute mutual understanding. Lastly, how can we link cues to responses such that we identify inherent strengths? This inventory provides a results summary that collates data, averages, scores, and analyzes the correlation between cues and responses using the Pearson's correlation coefficient that compares the sample's averages to the sample standard deviation. This informs the analysis of the trajectory of the child's strength. Are they increasing over time in response to a certain stimulus or decreasing? The correlation report links the highest number of the child's reactions to cues provided by the therapists and provides enough detail about the child's inherent abilities and recurring activities, which domain is prevalent and what cues are most beneficial to elicit a reaction or establish communication. As a result, the assessment report displays the child's strengths profile. Strength indicators are derived from the analysis of correlations based on 6 to 11 video observation hours. Over time, matching the best suited cues to elicit the child's strong responses will amplify the child's strength and increase the child's ability to communicate and interact. The correlation coefficients are a control measure. They should increase significantly from one quarter to the next if the treatment plan is correctly addressed and supports the child's strength. Analysis can be compared to samples of strengths profiles to boost inter-rater reliability. Therefore, the communal approach to use the inventory as a tool for the entire music therapy community. The information on the child's strengths profile can then be used to focus on those therapeutic procedures that capitalize on the child's strengths. The assessments also include a transferability narrative that makes the strengths profile relevant to other therapeutic disciplines and everyday activities such as conversations at the dinner table or cleaning up our room. I hope that enough music therapists will use this observation tool so that together we can increase inter-rater reliability and spread the word as to how music therapy can inform parents, teachers and practitioners about the particular strengths of our children. Thank you for listening.
for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2013.